0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. You can create the life that you've always imagined. Life is an art, make it your masterpiece. After shining fiercely through the day, the sun set upon the calm waters. She's gone. And here, I marvel at all the life she's brought into the world, all the beauty that remains. That's the caption that I posted with my Instagram photo of a sunset on water when my grandmother passed away last week. It's funny because my last podcast episode was about how to handle overwhelm, where I was talking about how many things were happening in my life. And I was just like doing so many things that I was almost overwhelmed, but I was finding a way to handle it and be positive about it. Well, that day that that podcast episode was posted, like my grandmother had a stroke that left her brain half dead. And so she was in a coma for the entire week before she slowly passed. And so, once that happened, like I kind of dropped everything. My world kind of shifted a little bit because it went from being like, go, 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 crazy, crazy, crazy to like, oh, I need to slow down and shift my priorities and really put my time and energy to my family because I just knew I had to be there for family and just be with my grandma for her last days. And it was like a really big bonding week and it's still going on. Like all my cousins, aunts, uncles, everyone just like hung out at my grandma's house every single day, just like talking to her while she's in her sleep and just kind of Giving her our love and our thanks, our appreciation, and kind of saying our goodbyes and telling her not to worry about us because we're all grown up now, we can take care of ourselves, and she can really rest peacefully. And I think. I feel like that entire week we had enough time to say our goodbyes and send our love, and that we really brought our family closer together. And we kind of went through things that were new and different and just on a deeper level of communication and trust and bonding. And I I don't know, it was really nice to experience. And it's still going on because, and it's still going on. Our family's spending a lot of time together in the past two weeks. And I mean, we're Buddhists, so what Buddhists do, or at least what my family does, is when someone passes, you pray for them every seven days, seven times. So that's like seven times seven is 49 days, is where you do all these like rituals and prayers. And we're also being vegetarian for 49 days. I'm not going to go into that because I'm not good at explaining that kind of stuff. But yeah, basically, like my life has really shifted and things have slowed down a lot. And I I like that because I really wanted to give all my energy and love into my family and helping out in whatever way that I can and just putting my priorities aside, my regular priorities. So that's the reason I decided to take a break from doing the podcast for a couple weeks and I also took a week off of doing videos and it's been really great. I feel like... I actually like living a slower life. So, first off, I mean, this taught me so much about my family and it really brought us closer. Secondly, like, I realized that my work is not super duper important. Like, your work is not your life. There are other things that are more important. And I think I've just gotten so used to the flow of focusing on my career and focusing on like building my brand that. I forget that. It's okay to take a break sometimes and even if you do take a break for a week or a couple of weeks like most people won't even notice and it'll be totally fine. I think because something I've really ingrained in myself since I started working on my personal brand is like consistency is the most important thing, which I think it still is. But yeah, consistency is so important to like building a successful brand or building any good habit whatever it is. But It's okay to break it. It's okay to break that consistency. Slow things down when you have to. Really set your priorities straight. Put love first. Always put love first. And the world is not going to end. Everything will be okay. And you don't have to go so fast. You can go slowly at your own pace. I do want to say that, as strange as it might sound to some people, this has really been like a positive experience, the most mature and positive experience of someone passing in my family. And I mean, it's it's just because when I tell friends and other people that, oh, my grandmother passed away recently, everyone's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And it becomes this sad conversation and this sad thing. Whereas in my eyes and my perspective, it's not necessarily sad because I feel like my grandmother lived a full life. She lived till 90 and a half. She had 11 children, 18 grandchildren, two great-grandchildren. She traveled the world. She she was like a great person, very calm and peaceful, never really got angry or mad, and she was Literally, like a beautiful, strong woman, and she lived a full life. And everyone knows that she has so many people, this huge family that loves her so much. And we all had enough time to like send our loves and say goodbye. And she, I, I mean. Death is a natural thing and when it's a situation like this, I think you just have to be grateful. And it's positive, it's it's beautiful because you're celebrating a beautiful and full life. And that's the way I see it. And I think a reason why people get really sad, obviously, over a death of a loved one is because they don't want to let them go. And it's yes, when you love someone, it's really hard to let them go and say goodbye. But I'm just gonna share something that my mom taught me about her way of thinking. And it comes from like a Buddhist belief where when you have a family member who's passing away, you don't wanna be like crying in front of them, like making a big scene like, don't go, don't go, please don't leave us. Like, because that makes their soul feel in a dilemma. Like, it makes their soul kind of torn, like, oh, like, I want to stay. And then, so that's not a peaceful way to go. And what you should do instead in this kind of situation is really to learn to be grateful and send your love and then let it go. Let that person go and tell them that. So, you know, by my grandma's bedside, we all said things like, Thank you for everything you've done for us. We love you so much. You can go peacefully now. Go rest be happy, like just be as comfortable and peaceful as possible. And you just let them know that you can let them go and you're okay without them. And I think that's a very mature way of looking at it, and that's really changed the way that I've viewed death. And so, I mean, up to you guys if you want to believe in that or not, but that's just something that my mom shared with me, and I think it's a great way to treat that situation in the future. Something else I also wanted to share with you guys is an update on how my picture Taipei screening went. Because I do know that on my last episode, I was like super nervous about it and I totally was just letting my insecurities get the best of me. I was like, guys, I genuinely don't think this movie is that good and I'm just scared that no one will like it, blah, blah, blah. Well, our screening happened and I'm very very happy to say that it was amazing. Like I definitely was surprised at how many people enjoyed our film and they came up to us saying things like, "Oh my god, I love the film. It looked beautiful. It made me want to go to Taiwan." And I was like, in my head I'm like, "Really? Seriously? Like really?" So I it just goes to show like how much we can be our own worst critics and I don't know. I think there's a lesson in that that even though you feel insecure and you're not confident in your work, you really should just own it and be graceful about it. I really did let my insecurities get the best of me in that last podcast and I'm so happy to tell you that, you know, it wasn't the end of the world. Even though I still don't believe that movie's like amazing. It's not the best thing ever in the world. It's still something to be proud of because yes, we did spend years working on that film and we did go to Taiwan and work there for a month with the whole crew to create this work of art. So yeah, it's something to be proud of and it's something to celebrate. And I am I think I'm learning how to do that better instead of letting my my creative artist side get in the way, my very picky artist side of me. In my recent August favorites video, I mentioned that the audiobook that I'm currently listening to is Sounds Like Me by Sarah Borellas, and I am loving it so so much. By the way, you guys can get a free audible trial at audibletrialcom lavender Get a free 30-day trial and listen to this book if you are a fan of Sarah Borellas, if you like listening to the story behind music. I mean, I just want to share one story because it's relevant here. So Sarah Bareilles was talking about how she got to perform on stage with Taylor Swift. So they sang her song "Brave," and it was her first time playing like such a huge show. Because obviously, Taylor Swift, like her shows, are on a whole other magnitude. So Sarah says that she came on through like a lift. On stage, like an elevator on stage that brought her up, and she was supposed to start singing Brave. And once she like came on stage, all she could hear was like screaming. I'm sure like at a Taylor Swift concert, like people go crazy. So all she could hear was screaming, and she could barely hear the music that she was supposed to sing to, and even like taking off her monitors in her ear, like she couldn't even hear anything. So she knew she had to start singing the song, but she couldn't even hear the key. So she just really like fumbled through the first verse of the song, really not singing it on the right key and just. Sounding like a mess. And then eventually, when the chorus came, she like picked it back up and then, you know, finished off the performance. And she said, after the performance, she went back to her dressing room and she felt like crap. Like she was like, oh, that was so embarrassing. That was like the worst thing ever. I can't believe. Like I messed up for a whole verse. And she just was like, you know, in her own little negativity ball. And then Taylor Swift comes in and she's like, Sarah, that was amazing. That was so much fun. And basically, like, Sarah was like, Yeah, but like, I messed up that whole verse, blah, blah, blah. And Taylor Swift was like, Yeah, well, that part wasn't so good, but the rest of it, like, it was amazing. And so, really, like, Taylor was so positive about it. And her perspective was like, We all make mistakes, whatever, like, it happened, but the rest of it was good. I thought that was a great lesson because like how I treated my picture Taipei screening, I thought it wasn't that great and I just like let that get me so insecure and so anxious and nervous about showing that film to the world. Whereas like I could have just celebrated the good instead of dwell on the bad. So really like there's no point to feeling crappy about something like yeah even if it wasn't your best work. Don't like dwell in it. Don't wallow in your sadness and your insecurity. Really, just all you can do is celebrate the good and move on. So, I guess what I learned through this experience with Picture Taipei is just learning to be more graceful about yourself. I know that through this podcast, like I want to be real and as real as possible. So, I do share like my insecurities and my fears. But I think when you're Holding yourself up in front of people, just in general, as a person, like to have this in your character, it's good to just be graceful about yourself. Just be graceful. Don't highlight your weaknesses, but just celebrate your strengths. And so I'm learning to do that better. So, yeah, just a lesson to just be more graceful, be more classy. Don't talk down on yourself, just celebrate your strengths, celebrate what you got. And then everything else, you can just not talk about it, not acknowledge it. Because we are usually our own worst critics. We are usually the hardest on ourselves. And sometimes we let that part show and it's unnecessary. You don't have to show that side to the world because the world doesn't even want to see it. They don't need to see it. So it's best to just be as graceful as possible, be classy. Another experience that really like solidified this lesson was the second time we screened Picture Taipei. So we screened it a second time last weekend at this Taiwanese American Professionals banquet. So it was this banquet they invited us to show our film and do like a quick Q&A and there were like a bunch of other performers. So there was a rapper, an opera singer, and then a YouTuber who played guitar and sang songs. So the everyone performed and the last performer was the YouTuber and I think he's a great guy. I'm not going to name his name, but like when he went up on stage, he just didn't have that confidence. Like he started off saying things like, "Oh, all these other performers were so great. Like I feel like I'm not as good standing in front of you guys. Like I don't feel like you guys would want to listen to me." And you know what I mean? You know when someone is insecure and they kind of project that out and you can tell Like maybe they use like self-deprecating humor or they just like talk down on themselves in a way where they don't have to. Like he was saying things like, Oh, like I don't even sing for a living. I'm a pharmacist. So like, I don't feel qualified to be here, but I'm going to sing anyway. (laughs) And I mean, I was in the audience and I was looking at my friend and we just looked at each other. We're like, he doesn't have to say that. He doesn't have to go there. He could just sing, just own it. And so that really just showed me like you don't have to blast and project your insecurities to the world even though you do feel them inside. I think the better way to handle it is just be graceful, celebrate what you got and just, you know, life goes on. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has those insecurities, but you know, you don't have to blast it out to the world like that. Be a little bit more confident in yourself to let yourself be graceful and poised. <laughs> Alright, I hope you guys have a beautiful week ahead of you. Try to slow things down a little bit. Feel the love and see the love. Put love first in your life. And also, try to be a little more graceful, if you can. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here with us. My name's Eileen, and you just listened to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. Bye!